We welcome in former Gamecock and New York Giants and Seattle Seahawks, I think, linebacker, Corey Miller, to uh, Sports Talk. Once again, the pastor of pain, ready to deliver the Sermon of Sermons on the Palmetto Bowl on Saturday. Pop, great to have you with us. Happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate everything uh, you do and uh, for taking the time to be with us. How are you tonight? Doing well. Greetings to you, Phil. And uh, that will be the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the Vikings, the that's right. Smash Vikings by the Cowboys, by the way, last week. I saw that. I saw that. That was it. That was, was, yeah. was impressive. That's about as surprising as what the Gamecocks did. What were you thinking as you saw the Gamecocks <laughs> do what they did to Tennessee as you were sitting there watching that? You know, I, you, you go into that football game, nobody gave them a fighting chance. But I always look at it from a player's perspective, from a coach's perspective. Is you know, nobody in that locker room thinks that they're going to lose the game. You go prepare, and you you see things on film that you can uh, take advantage of, and and you're at home. You've been undefeated at home at night at Williams Price. It's a difficult place to play, and and you go play the ball game. And and you know how things was working. I think the most surprising thing for me was how well the offense was flowing. And uh, you know something I've been talking with you about for weeks now uh, about getting the ball into the hands of your playmakers in space. You know, quick passing game, using the short passing game, you know, little swing routes. I'm pretty sure I said that the week before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did all of those things. And, and uh, you know, listen, South Carolina has players. They have dudes, man. And uh, you just got to get them in position to make those plays. And I think that's what gave Spencer a lot of comfort. Um, you could tell he was not di- – he was – excuse me, he was different. Wasn't the same person. He didn't look have that deer in headlight look that we've seen before. You know, he had a swag about him. And um, they they rock and they rock and rolled, and the offensive line played well because the ball was out of his hands. Mm. And, and so, you know, am I shocked that they scored a sixty-three piece? Absolutely. But uh, am I shocked that they won the game at home at night? I'm not because I, I looked at Tennessee, and I've been saying about them that you know uh, I watched the Alabama game, I watched the Georgia game. Uh, this is a beatable football team. It's a defense put their hands on them. You might have my sermon about putting their hands on those receivers, making it difficult, disrupting the timing, and tackling well in space. They did all of those things, and they had great success. So uh, then turn it over. I mean, so am I surprised? Yes, 60-piece, but am I surprised about them winning? I'm really not because I, I saw holes in that Tennessee football team, and I felt like South Carolina had some good enough players to take advantage, especially against them on defense because the secondary of Tennessee was pretty weak. I mean, yeah. so uh, they could hold up in the passing game protection-wise. They could get some good things done. But, man, they played, I mean, what, nine out of ten scoring drives. I mean, one punt. Defense did its job. I mean, it was just amazing how everything just worked the way it's supposed to work. So congratulations on, on to Shane Beamer and the Gamecock football team. It was an amazing, amazing victory. Yeah, now let me ask you this. I mean, you made a good point. The offensive line played well because Rattler got rid of the ball quickly. Why do you think he got rid of the ball so quickly? Was he reading things? Was he in that zone? Were receivers just running really crisp routes, getting open and getting where they were supposed to be quickly, and he was able to throw it on time? Yeah, and a lot of those were, you know, quick passing game, and that's kind of a preconceived, you know, ball out. You know, Jaheim Bell, line up in the backfield, swing right, get him the ball right now, don't hesitate. Uh, you know, tight ends, you know, get him, and when he's that tight end running around, get him the ball. I mean, 
those 50-50 balls, giving his wide receivers, Juice Wells most notably, uh, you know, a chance to go up and make those catches. And, you know, those slant routes, those uh, dig routes, you know, timing. Those are timing passes, ball out of the hand. So whatever they did, uh, they told him, hey, listen, we got to get rid of the football because Tennessee's defensive front is pretty good. They, they've been good all year long to get to the quarterback. So I think there was an emphasis there uh, to tell him, hey, Get rid of the ball. Take a chance. Uh, take a chance. And I heard what Coach Beamer said, which is right. Let's be aggressive. And that's who Spencer Rattler is as a quarterback. He's a gunslinger. So giving him that freedom to say, hey, man, just put it up there. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. And I think he's been playing uh, a lot of this season afraid to make a mistake. You know, he was getting intercepted. He was seemed like, you know, throwing the ball behind the receivers. I've seen him run some of those same routes numerous times. Mm-hmm. But he put the ball behind the guy, you know. But he was, man, he was dialed in. I mean, those balls, I mean, it was an inch, a couple of those, those passes. Field. The, the defender was in great position, but the, 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 the pass was just much better. Uh, and so, you know, I think, you know, uh, Coach Satterfield deserves a ton of credit. Uh, I've been critical of him, rightfully so, but I also want to be fair when, when I think he, he's done an outstanding job. And last week was an outstanding job. And it's sad that people think, oh, somebody else had to be calling them plays. But if you go watch the tape, a lot of those, they ran a lot of those same plays, but they just didn't execute them in the way that they should, you know. So, uh, you know, I tell Gamecock fans, you know, listen, man, just accept they played a great game, and hopefully we can see it consistently because that's what we're going to be looking for this weekend. All right, so now it's Clemson up there. And, you know, Clemson had a good offensive game against Miami. They came out sharp as well, went right mm-hmm. down the field, and scored a touchdown. Next possession, scored a touchdown. They scored touchdowns in three of their first four possessions, and they had some you know, 12 plays, 75 yards, nine plays, 57 yards, six plays, 27 yards after an interception. Um, and then they attacked on a couple of touchdowns late, uh, one after a fumble, one after a punt. And they went uh, 86 and 36 yards. So uh, they, had some, they had some drives, a 14-play drive that led to a field goal. Um, what did you think of them? And do you think – you know, they've turned it over, and Pat's mentioned this. Others have mentioned it. They've turned it over here a little bit. Even Dabo Sweeney's talked about the fact that they've been a little loose with the football. Um, can they fix that by Saturday? Is that going to be a factor, you think? Well, I, you know, I hope they don't, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, these are things where, you know, you got to sometimes give the defense credit. You know, a defender coming and making a tackle, you know, bringing in that hammer or that punch out, you know. Uh, you know, certain things that happen. Sometimes, yeah, DJ has made some errant passes. Uh, but, listen, Clemson's football team is, is a good team, okay? But when you look at the offense, we're talking about the offensive turnovers, everything is going to be about the running game. They're going to go back to last year where they beat South Carolina, what, 30 to nothing. Uh, Shipley had all those yards. I mean, they didn't, they threw for less than 100. They they ran the football. South Carolina has struggled running, uh, stopping the run, excuse me, the last few weeks. You know, Tennessee just didn't really try to run it. But this is going to be the game plan. I don't think they're going to ask C.J. to try to throw it for 300. And, you know, they're going to try to establish the line of scrimmage and run the football. And I think South Carolina, uh, they are a team that can create turnovers. They they play with great emotion. They were much better with run fits. They were much better in tackling the space. And, and I think they're going to have a great opportunity still. I mean, nobody, again, I keep saying this offense is, not what it uses. This is not a, a, a high-powered offense. It's not an offense that scares defenses. They don't have people on the outside that put fear. South Carolina just played one of the best offenses in college football. And, and, and to what they've been doing, 
you give them an A plus the way the defense plays. So, you know, listen, they, they ha- they're going to have an opportunity. I don't think the offensive line of Clemson is great in pass protection. We know they, they're going to try to uh, run DJ. That's been a big part of the offense as of the last three or four weeks. Um, so, South Carolina's going to have a chance. I, they really, really are. I think it's the, the, the offense is going to be the key to being able to run the football and rest the defense and take some shots again downfield against the secondary that I think is very susceptible. So, uh, this this should be a good game. And I know it's at Clemson, but I'm, I'm kind of glad this one is at high noon, 12 o'clock. Everybody's not going to have that opportunity to get all soft up and loud mm-hmm. and crazy. You know, it's an early start, so I found a practice early in the morning, so this is not going to be a big deal for them. I think it's a perfect storm. And, and I was thinking about this today, Corn. Mm. Offensive line versus offensive line, I give a push there. Wide receivers, you got to give the favor to South Carolina. Tight ends, I give the favor to South Carolina, even though Clemson have got two decent tight ends, but I think Jaheim Bell's at a whole other level. Uh, running backs, I like. As Lord is healthy. And, and CBS, I like those two running backs. Throw Juju McDowell in there. Um, defense, you got to give the credit to the defensive line. I give the front seven to uh, Clemson, but secondary South Carolina special teams, South Carolina advantage. So why are they? They should feel confident in this ball game. And Clemson has struggled all year long, and so South Carolina got a great opportunity to win this game. Yeah, last year Clemson rushed for two sixty five. They only threw it mm-hmm. ninety nine. You wonder if they pull out the tape and say, okay, here's how we will attack. But I think South Carolina's defensive front, like Tonka Hemingway, played very well. Uh, last uh, on Saturday, and you know Pickens is right there in the middle, and Birch, and uh, and Birch. I think the return of Brad Johnson to health at linebacker uh, helps them out. Now you said on our show last week, and obviously um, Clayton White listens. Uh, put those, res- put the secondary, put the defensive backs on an island, and um, I think I think I was the one who suggested Cam Smith should meet Jalen Hyatt at the bus and follow him yeah. everywhere he goes. But I think you know you you agreed with that, so. Uh, yes. Do you think South Carolina will do – you think Clayton White will do the same thing with the secondary, challenge Clemson's receivers, mano-mano, and, and hope that his, uh, his front four guys, his front four, front five guys can put pressure on, on the quarterback? And then, of course, you have to account for Uyanglele running. If you're playing man with your back turned, right, you have to account for him as a yeah. runner when that gap opens up. Yeah, I mean, my game plan would be just what you said. Listen, we're going to play eight in the box. I'm bringing my safety down. I don't think Clemson can beat them throwing the football. So what I'm going to do defensively, if I was having a conversation with Clayton White, hey, let's bring a safety in the box. We love our cornerbacks. It's like, hey, if you challenge them to go against Tennessee guys that's going to play on Sunday, that's four or three guys, listen, Clemson don't have those dudes on the outside. Man-to-man, hands on them, play physical at the point of attack, jam them, you know, disrupt the timing. And then take away, you know, big gap sounds. And Shipley's a good back, but he, he's not a dynamic great back. So they just got to tackle well. I like what you just mentioned, the deep front of the studs up there for South Carolina. Let those linebackers fast flow, make tackles, get the guy on the ground. Just don't give up big plays, uh, you know, chunk plays in the run game. I think they're going to be okay, but you're right. Listen, challenge them. If we lose and say DJ throws for 400 and 40, then okay, you, you take that. You beat yeah. us that way. But I'm going to make him beat me throwing the football. You're not going to beat me like you did last year, running for 270-something yards. That can't happen, especially on the road with the crowd. That, that It takes something out of you. you got to take away the run game. That's the strongest corner of the offense, and, and I think South Carolina has that ability to do that. Set the edge. And Clemson's not a big edge running team, so you don't really get too much concern about that. They don't even do a lot of the jet sweeps. 
they run tackle to tackle. So, you know, uh, Zach Pickens, Birch, those guys are going to have to be stout on the inside, Tonka Hemingway, and those linebackers got to just fill the gaps and get in the right fits. They should be okay. I don't really have a fear with this defense against Clemson's offense. I really don't. I think it's going to come down in South Carolina run the football. And keep in mind, Clemson has a backup starting at left guard. Mitchell Mays, they like him a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, the starter is out, so uh, they, they're going with the backup there. Uh, and then, you know, there's a special teams factor here, too. You know, South Carolina would like to make something happen. Didn't need it against Tennessee, but certainly they would accept some kind of big special teams play. So, with all that said, Pastor of Pain, yeah. w- what you got? What's your numbers? What's it going to be? What's going to be on the scoreboard at I, the end I of the day? I think this is going to be a, a, a moderate scoring football game. I think it's going to be somewhere in the low 20s. I think it's going to be, you know, a 24 to 16, 24, 17 type of ball game. I like South Carolina in this ball game. I think what happened offensively, the confidence is really high. They've heard everybody talk about the front seven of Clemson's defense. You know, but listen, that quick passing game. Don't hold the ball, the screen game, quick passing game. That's going to open up the opportunity to run the ball. And I think with Lord coming in there, that's going to give them a boost of, of, of physicality running between the tackles. And South Carolina will make a big special team play. Uh, if it's Leggett running one back, a punt, Van, a punt, or Leggett on the kickoff, there's going to be a big play made. Now, Clemson's been pretty good, too, as far as special teams. But I like South Carolina in this game because I think the offense of Clemson is, is very vulnerable. And I think South Carolina wins their eighth game. And listen, this has been a year of ending streaks. South Carolina ended the streak with A&M and Tennessee and all in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And one more, the eighth win in a row for the Clemson Tigers, which will be the longest streak in this, this, this most important rivalry game. It's not going to happen. It ends on Saturdays. Gamecocks will have to win. All right. Pastor Payne on Sports Talk, we appreciate you. I hope you have a, a great Thanksgiving with the family. I know Thank you'll you. watch a lot of football. You'll probably eat a couple of turkeys or two. And uh, <laughs> we will hopefully see you up there. If not, we'll talk to you next week. I'm looking forward for the victory, the victory celebration next Thursday. That's uh, victory, victory. Have a great uh, Thanksgiving, Phil. Don't eat too much. You know, you need to lose a little weight. So, you know, moderation. <laughs> Everything is in moderation. And yes, sir. all you listen across the great state of South Carolina, may the Lord bless you and, and your family and uh, Clemson, Carolina, Santa Clears, and everybody else in between. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, my friend. The pastor of pain, Corey Miller, with us here on Sports Talk. And uh, he likes the Gamecocks. <clears throat> surprise, surprise. He likes the Gamecocks. I think he said along the lines of a 24 16, 24 17 kind of thing. So. We uh, thank him for the visit.